Hello, this is Maurice Harker. For almost 20 years, we've been building a team of hundreds of clinicians, coaches, mentors, and people just like you who have discovered and love to teach life-changing principles. Our coaches have made a special investment to make sure you can hear these messages. You will hear stories of triumphant healing from specialists and people having a real life just like you. We hope to increase your awareness that you are not alone and there are so many others who are enlisted in this work to train and heal the whole family. You will find these principles are an amazing synergy of the most accurate cutting-edge science with familiar gospel principles. We are passionate eternal warriors and we hope you will join us. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. We are so grateful for your participation in our Like Dragons Did They Fight podcast. We hope that by listening to our episodes by now, you're starting to notice it is really important to know the reasons why I fight, why I don't give up, and that I do have a really neat way to use my agency that has to do with not just how I act on the outside of me, but also how I choose to manage things on the inside of me and how much that affects the success of our lives. So one of the things that we talked about in an earlier coaching episode, and I'm here today with the Eternal Warrior coaches, I'm here with Kathy, Lloyd, Carly Ann, and Carol today. And we are talking about transforming same lives today and teach you a tool today that will help you to win the mood battles in your life. But before we get to that, I just wanted to remind you in case you haven't listened to a previous episode, one of the really powerful things that we've talked about is that not every voice in your head is a trusted voice. That is so good to know. And this quote by Elder Holland stuck out to me as before we get into this today, Jeffrey R. Holland said, who is it that whispers lies so subtly in our ears? You and I both know who does this. It is the father of all lies. It is Lucifer, our common enemy. So as we understand that not every voice in our head is a trusted voice and that the thoughts that we have in our head actually grow our feelings. And when our feelings start to grow in a negative way, we call that a mood battle. And so I just want to ask these amazing coaches today what they've noticed about just catching Satan's lies and how important it is to be able to choose different thoughts, manage our thoughts, so that our feelings don't grow into this mood battle place, but also that it's totally normal for your feelings to grow in a negative direction. It's absolutely acceptable and normal, but it's what we do with that mood battle that matters. So Lloyd, what would you say about catching Satan's lies? For me, it's been a great turning point in my life to recognize that Satan is putting thoughts into my head. And so first it was powerful to recognize that then even more powerful to learn how to do something about it. And it's allowed me to 
why we can't control every thought that comes by, we absolutely can control what we focus on. I like to compare it to birds. There's all sorts of birds in the sky and they fly this way and that way. And we have no control over that. But we absolutely have control over which ones we pay attention to. If we get out our field glasses and start paying attention to one of the birds, that's totally within our control. And even more important, we can control which birds we allow to perch on our shoulders or build a nest on our head. And so I compare that to thoughts. While I can't control which ones come flying by, I can't control which ones I focus on and which ones I allow to build their nest on me. And so by recognizing Satan's thoughts, I can focus on something else. I can get it out of here. And that allows me to focus on the good thoughts from the Savior and the Holy Ghost that I want to have. That's so awesome. I love that comparison. Birds building a nest on your head. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. All right. Kathy, what comes to your mind when you're feeling or noticing about yeah, catching Satan's lies. I love that example too, Lloyd. That was really, really amazing to me to think of it in that way. I think becoming aware and being able to transform Satan's lies has been one of the greatest things that I've learned as an eternal warrior. It has made all the difference because before I never recognized how Satan was working through my emotions. And I think it's important that we all realize that he likes to go under the radar. He doesn't want us to notice what we're feeling. And so he likes to hide under all of that. And if we can begin to notice how we are feeling and notice those emotions. I have a little saying that says you have to feel it to heal it. Understanding how to notice that Satan wants us to hide those feelings and not to notice what they're doing to us and the lies that he's telling us through them. I like to think of it as when you're in one of those moods and you're beginning to notice it Satan really wants to hide that. And so it's kind of like someone once explained to me that it was like a child playing peekaboo. He holds his hands up in front of his face and then says, (laughs) peekaboo. So it's like he's there, but you can't see him. And it's really so easy. It is like that peekaboo thing. Mm. He just loves to hide he loves to be on the radar. He, he doesn't want us to notice that he's there. So good. Kathy, we have I... learned a tool. We have a tool. Yeah, we do. Am I hearing you say, that's such a good little comparison there. Am I hearing you say that when he likes us to think we don't have any feelings with it? And so it's like a little child with their hands over their 
face hiding like they think because they can't see because they're so little and maybe don't understand the whole story that you can't see me. It's like standing there saying, you can't see me when really, yeah. Really, he's there. It's revealing, yeah, he is there. So good. And can I just say, Kathy, you are so cool. This is why we need each other. This is why these coaching episodes are so awesome. So thank you, Kathy, for helping me realize that. Okay, Carly Ann, what comes to your mind when you consider transforming things like? Um, <clears throat> for me, like, like the, the concept of um, our self-talk is something that's out in like mainstream mental health arena they teach that right but it didn't really click for me until I realized that those thoughts in my head weren't mine that they were put there by Satan and then it felt a little more like oh oh I can change these thoughts because it's not me before when I thought that they were mine I didn't feel like I had the power to change them as much but when I realized that they weren't mine, then I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to transform this into a better thought. And then everything just kind of went more smoothly from, for me from that. And I feel like once we are able to recognize it and transform it, like uh, the whole world kind of opens up to us. And positive thinking isn't such a wall to climb at that point. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I know that you're not saying all our thoughts are put in our head by Satan. No, (laughs) not what you're saying. Just Uh, the negative ones. Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah, negative thoughts that also match the circumstances of our life. Like, oh, you're so dumb. Look what you just did. Or you're always late. When are you going to stop being late? I'm sure everybody thinks you just don't have it together. You know, things that are shaming and blaming and pain. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Thanks, Carly Ann. Okay, Carol, what comes to your mind when transforming Satan's life? So I've heard these concepts for quite some time, but I was in such a place of trying to survive all the things that were going on. It was hard to focus on that you know oh I need to fix that and some things that have helped me and even recently I've noticed when the thoughts you're having involve shame or blame you know for sure that those are not coming those are not healthy and you need to recognize that especially if you're blaming someone else or if you're feeling shame that is not coming from the right source and so it's like oh wait what am I doing and pay attention but another thing that's helped me is the gratitude thing I for some time have been trying to write I think Elder Eyring he was the one that came up with the talk a few years ago that he where he wrote something that he'd noticed during the day to be grateful for every night before he went to bed and changing our mindset to a place of gratitude, transforming to gratitude. It helps us see the good things and steer away from those negative things that really is so big in helping us change it, paying attention, 
sometimes the day there's just so many things coming up or we may be struggling with things that people have done that have hurt us and they're not repentant or they're not even sorry and we're angry and we're dealing with memories you know and it's like I need to forgive for one thing and one tool that has helped me to forgive is to write things you know write them a letter or or even you can talk like talk to them like they're they're in the room they don't have to be there but talk to them and get it all out get it all out of your spirit so that it's not holding you down we have to ask permission to do that to you know ask them is it okay if I talk to you even though they're not there and then just talk to them like they are and this is how I feel and you know and try to and it helps to talk it out but just some different things to help you get out that those dark feelings that are holding you back and then writing down the the things you're grateful for helps you remember oh yeah I do have good things and helping you feel good and one other thing that's come up is sometimes it's so hard to notice our thoughts because we're, like I said, we're just getting through the day and trying to get all the things done on our list and the things that jump in that aren't on our list and figuring it all out is have two journals and have one for positive thoughts and one for negative thoughts and write down, you know, notice, especially the negative, right? What am I thinking? You know, we just don't always pay attention and write them down. And then as you focus on that and writing them down, it helps you look, oh, I'm really struggling in this and this and this, and I need to pay attention better. And I need, I can turn that around and the positive affirmations and um, those kinds of things that help us put our mind. So we're thinking positive. In fact, I know a person that was saying that they have a 30 minute recorded thing that they have come up with and they've put all these things that they want their brain to be dealing, you know, their brain to be focusing on. And they listen to that. They recorded this 30 minute thing and they listen to it every night before they go to bed and every morning. And it just helps solidify this positive thinking. So there's just so many mm-hmm. wonderful tricks out there to help us in this process. Cause some of us are really dense. Like I have been and not it's like, okay, that's great. But how do I do that? You know, it's just more than I seem to be able to manage, but you know, one thing at a time, pick one thing and work on that and then pick another, just whatever works for you, what stands out to you. But talking to a person as if they were there, that's helped me and write or writing a letter, those kinds and letters to God. And there's some of these things that have been taught in the classes. They all are very helpful in helping you change, transform just one thing at a time and give yourself a break if you don't do it for a couple days, but it's just a process in this trying to become better and the perfection process be patient with ourselves and love ourselves. That's something I've not been good at is patience with me and loving me because we just, we're trying to get there and doing the best we can. Oh, thank you for that. Thanks for the reminder that it starts with just an awareness. And then like Lloyd mentioned, being able to shift our focus, decide what we're going to focus on and that we can be a chooser there as far as, hey, there's this tool 
And you mentioned several things that have been helpful for you. And one of those tools that is in this topic today that we want to talk to you about transforming Satan's lies is a tool called notice it, name it, flip it, find it. And maybe if you've listened to any of our other podcasts from Life Changing Services, you've heard it referred to as the Nini Fifi tool, because uh, a lot of the programs have adopted that little nickname for this tool. But it's just a really awesome tool to have in your arsenal for, okay, how can I transform Satan's lies and something we want to teach you today in this podcast. So before we go into that, I just want to remind all of us that the chemistry in our bloodstream, in our body, when we start having feelings, whether they're positive or negative, but we're referring right now to the negative thoughts that cause us to have mood battles. But it's really a chemical process that's going on in our bodies as our feelings grow. And so as those feelings are growing, our chemistry is changing. And we can kind of get down the path far enough that we're marinated to the point where we don't know how to regulate ourselves emotionally. And it's not really something we learn as children, how to regulate our emotions or how to notice negative thoughts and what to do with them. And I think a lot more people are gaining an awareness of this now in our day, because I even have my adult children are starting to teach their children about things that I don't think people even thought to teach their children when I was little. <laughs> so I'm just really excited about that. But notice it, name it, flip it, find it. Before we go into that, I just wanted to read this one thing about teaching children. It's in our, it, I'm just going to read it right from the, the lesson that we use as eternal warrior coaches. It says, we don't always notice that our lost battles hurt and strain the relationships around us, especially our family relationships. When we get married and add a spouse to our lives, we carry our coping patterns with us into a marriage. If we are going to get our relationships to work, we are going to have to learn to win our level two, that's the feelings level, our level two mood battles, because mood battles, if not tended to, can lead to going higher on that chemical scale to a level three, which is the thought stage, a level four, which is our irrational conversation or justifying our feelings and why we maybe need to behave in a certain way that doesn't match our value system, clear to that level five, which is a forget it moment, which can destroy our marriages, our relationships. This means that we can no longer ignore our mood battles or our moods. We need to practice winning our mood battles now. So the way that we practice winning our mood battles, one of those ways to consider is this tool. So I'm going to come to you, Kathy, and ask you to just describe to us, what is the notice it, name it, flip it, find it tool? And so I think lots of times when we, one of the mistakes we make about self-help concepts is the idea of 
like getting away from a negative feeling by just stopping it. But <clears throat> taking away something will just leave a void. And so we have to fill it with something. So oftentimes it's very hard to just stop an emotion, especially a negative one. And so we use this tool and I love it because you can teach it to a little child. If you can just get them to stop for just a moment and notice how they're feeling and ask them how they're feeling and get them to name that negative emotion that's causing them to act out. And then asking them what they would like to feel instead. And from there, giving them some kind of positive affirmation to follow through on. So I'll I'll just start with the first one. And it's uh, called Notice It. And it's really probably the hardest one of the three. The way that I have tried to notice that I'm approaching a mood battle is by just, I have this, this feeling that I'm just undecided about things. <laughs> I'm kind of a wanderer. I'm not really focused. I don't really know what comes next, maybe. A drifter. I'm not as alert as I should be. I don't know. I just kind of waste time. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things lately has been that it's just an awareness that I need my savior. You know, there's no one who can solve that emotion that's coming up for me. And I need my savior to help me do that. And I think that's one of the ways that I'm beginning to really notice that there's a change in in my mood or about to enter those places that I don't like to go to. Um, and it sounds, I, excuse me, I was just going to say, it sounds almost like you've been working on this long enough that you're noticing it even earlier, like just being out of focus, not knowing what's next. That's so awesome. So, yeah. And, but really what we're looking for is feelings, right? You are having some feelings about this. So we want to name it. Yeah. So notice it is notice your feelings, name it, go ahead. So I think also that, you know, when we begin to want to give it a name, sometimes it can be several things because you can be overwhelmed and fearing and having anxiety and all of those things all the time. And so we have to really be able to, to give it a name that feeling a name. I don't know, one that I've been feeling over the past year that I've struggled with and I've actually made my card for it (laughs) is that there's so many lies everywhere. You know, go through these periods of times where I feel like everyone's lying to me. Where is the truth? (laughs) And when I get into that mood battle, I feel trapped and I feel stuck. And you can go through the same pattern if you don't name it and flip it and then find it. So I named it. I just felt like everything is a lie. There's nowhere 
I can't trust what anyone says, you know? Um, so to flip that, I just, I want to be focused. I want to have a direction to go. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel purposeful. I just, I want to be able to hear the Savior, as our prophet has reminded us. We need to be able to hear him for ourselves because that's where the truth lies. And so that's what I wanted to flip it to. And as you flip it, then you're going to find it. And you just have an affirmation of some sort. And mine was God is the source of all truth for this particular lie that I often am feeling sometimes. So a prophet has declared and has invited all of us to hear him. So God is the source of all truth, a prophet, source of truth. And just being able to use this tool, notice it, name it, flip it, find it, gives us a great advantage over Satan and transforming the lies that he will tell us through our moods, our negative mood battles. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Right. So, so we're just noticing our feelings that are causing mood battles. I'm in a mood battle. I'm having some strong negative feelings. Notice it. We name, name it, name the feeling I'm having. And like you said, it could be more than one. Flip it, meaning the negative feelings I'm having, I can just flip those on their head, kind of like flipping a coin. What can I imagine would be the opposite of this feeling? That's why some people love those things like emotion charts or feeling wheels. So you can look at those feelings. And then once you identify the opposite feeling of the negative feeling that you're trying to, to get to, you go find it. And Lloyd, can you describe to us a little bit more about, yeah, anything you want to say about any process of that? Be great. I think a key part of that is to find it. Find it is, in my mind, is the action part. When you go take action, that makes the truth a reality. You know, re, you know, deciding what the truth is obviously is important, but if you don't do anything about it, the whole process is worthless. You've got to do something. So if your truth is that I'm a child of God, then how do you act like that? What are you going to do so you actually feel that I'm a child of God? Does that mean you got to start singing at the top of your lungs? Does it mean that you need to go read some scriptures? Does it mean that you need to go serve somebody, do something so I feel like a child of God? Or if what your truth is, is I'm capable and competent, then what are you going to do to act like that? Well, you got to go do something where you act capable and competent. And so... To me, that's what find it means. It's the action part of making it a reality. So good. And I love what Kathy said that you can identify if it's you're not capable or you're not competent, you're dumb or whatever, that you're opposite. Like you can literally put an affirmation or a declaration that is for that, that instills and builds that feeling. Kathy? I just wanted to mention, too, when you're trying to find it, you know, you have to act as if what you're flipping it to 
was true because at that moment, you're not really going to feel it. Yeah. And so you have to just act as if it was true. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Carly Ann, what comes to your mind with the notice it, name it, flip it, find it tool for transforming saving life? So <clears throat> the part that helped me out is the last one, the find it, because I struggled with believing what I was saying was the truth or what I knew to be the truth because I lived the lie for so long. And so I, I really needed to work on those affirmations. And so for me, finding those affirmations that bring up that warrior chemistry in me and help me to fight back against those lies was so key to my progress in this. And so every morning I do morning devotionals, me and my son do, and we do affirmations every morning so that I have that in my mind and ready to fight during the day when those lice come up. Oh, can you share like an affirmation that you put with a lie that you're trying to change that, okay. that you use when you're going to find it? What's an affirmation? That you so for example, a, a lot of my lies are based on what my family, what I think my family believes about me because of my rough past. And I just have to combat that with, in the past, I did those things, but I make righteous choices now. And I am learning and growing from my mistakes and failures. So that's part of my morning affirmations is to say those things because I feel like we're always learning and growing. And if we, I get stuck in that perfectionism mindset a lot, and I have to give myself that compassion. I, I can't expect it from anybody else. I need to be able to give that to myself. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that you brought that compassion up because really we are taught to reject our negative feelings pretend like they don't exist or judge them like I should never be thinking negative feelings because that means I'm really a bad girl you know I'm really a bad person or we might just yeah really resist them or yeah so good to be compassionate and feel the feeling but then have some way with this tool to say hey I'm going to name that feeling flip it and then go find a new feeling and your affirmations. So good. Thank you. So good. Okay. Carol, what comes to your mind for the notice it, name it, flip it, find it tool. Well, in flipping it, some of these aspects, a couple things come to mind as far as, so what Lloyd said about singing, I am a child of God. You know, I thought, oh, that's good. You know, sing a positive song. One that I like to do is the the one about our savior it, is this, the savior standing near. Is that the title oh, of it? I like to do that. Is he, you know, is the what, savior what stood beside me? That one. Yeah. Can think of it. Thank you. <laughs> if the savior stood beside me, would I do the things I do? And something that's come up a lot is, you know, we are here to become more like him. Yes, we are children of our father in heaven, but we are also trying, you know, that means we have the capacity to be like them. And that's what we're trying to do is be more like them. 
And so recognizing, okay, is the, some people don't even realize things they're doing are a problem. That's just the way they, that I am. And they excuse that as being, I was born that way. And it's like, all of us have the capacity to be like them. So, you know, this noticing it and naming it and flipping it, you know, also noticing where am I off? Uh, what lack I yet? That's another talk by one of the, the general authorities uh, about a year ago, I think it was, what lack I yet? And in trying to be more like the savior and how would he do it? You know, how would I do it if it was him? How would he turn that around? And some of those things have really helped in seeing things that need to be noticed so that I can change them. Because some, like I said, sometimes we're not aware that we're off somewhere and, or if there's a problem that comes up with a, a relationship, it's easy to say it's them, what's wrong with them. And so I know you're talking about the find it, flip it, or flip it, find it. All of this is part of that process of figuring out how to fix things and making those declarations and deciding how to make that so that it's more Christ-like, whatever that behavior or thought or issue is that needs to be adjusted. That's something that has helped me so much is trying to be, you know, more like our savior. Do I have his countenance? So good. Okay, Lloyd, you're on. Thank you, Carol. That was so awesome to, to relate. It just made me think that's why power goals are so important because we're building this spiritual routine and connecting to be more like the savior, learning about him and becoming more like him. And it can help us to find those feelings. It's also important as we've been talking about negative thoughts to recognize that, yeah, some of them are real. Like when, you know, somebody did something and that really makes me upset. Mm -hmm. But we also need to recognize that in those situations, Satan loves to pile on. Yes. Even though what we're experiencing is real, it's a normal, natural reaction to something that happened. Mm -hmm. Satan likes to pile on, make it seem a lot worse. And it's so horrible. And how this and this and it's you really need to do something about this. This is so bad. And to recognize his part of it. And for me, I can just when I recognize it, says I don't care if it's true, Satan. I'm not going there. I'm not listening to you. I've got more important things to put my time and energy into. I don't have to listen to you pile on. And so I think it's important with negative things to recognize that he likes to make things worse. Yeah, that's such an incredible point because there are legitimate responses that we have to not getting enough sleep, working really long, having the kids, taking them everywhere, having to do some service in our church, just lots of things going on that they can cause us to have legitimate, real, human, negative feelings. If somebody gets hurt or you have something happen, that's really scary. Like that is so good to point out that he's a piler. He's a pile driver. He comes and piles things on. Yes. Yep. Dog piles on us. Mm -hmm. 
He'll use the circumstances that we're experiencing in our lives to heighten what that means in a negative way about you, about them, about your life. So good. All right. Well, we would just love to challenge you who are listening out there. I want to challenge you to ponder about how you will approach and be responsible for the mood battles in your life. How will you align with the spirit? And how will you align with the spirit in battle? And how will you find the feelings that you want to choose instead of the ones that don't serve you? We would just also love you to know that if you go to lifechangingservices.org to the training tab under the coaches, you will find us there our bios and pictures and how to contact us. And we would just love to hear from you and answer any questions you have. All of us do a consultation that will just help you to know maybe what your next step would be if you want to know more about these eternal warrior principles. We're just really passionate about serving you and really want to, because that's important to us because it's brought us so much peace and joy and awareness. So thanks for being here with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. As you can see, we are very enlisted in what we have learned and hope to teach. If you have found today's message inspiring, please share this podcast with family and friends so others can enjoy and be edified along with us. Be sure to download the free book that holds all the core principles behind what we teach. This book is called Like Dragons Did They Fight. You will find a link for that free download at Like Dragons Free. And remember, you can find all the life-changing resources, programs, and trainings needed for you and your family at lifechangingservices.org.